trying to touch ten figures. Um. Lay on my back watching the ceiling fan. I had a dream to touch a kilogram. I seen your bitch through my gazelle shades. Skull and bones till I die, nigga, well paid. Got on my khakis out in Tallahassee. Sahari Desert and I'm even flashy. Still at odds with the Irish mob. Rose Race down Malcolm X Boulevard. Lord, these niggas really out here praying on me. Got the 40 on me and the stand on me. No white mink like I'm Dutch Schultz Run the books and let me show you how the numbers look You can't be lucky like you Luciano The kilos coming like they new pianos The fat boy got the big body Coast to coast, I can shoot product They wanna see you up in Alcatraz Forbes list, a wall and you falling fast Fuck this, hell no, nigga want a bag Eight figures count it all and I call it cab Get the drift, time to get a lift I'm getting rich, so it's hit or miss. Open up my window again. Open up my window again. I can hear death calling my name. I can hear death calling again. I swear to God, things ain't gonna change. I swear to God, things ain't gonna change. I keep a revolver with your name. I keep a revolver with your name. Just in case. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a another episode of fuck that shit the podcast i am your host gabe and if i sound a little relaxed and mellow that's because motherfuckers i am i have decided to give myself a r&r weekend and regroup recharge the batteries so i am in a lovely no, I ain't gonna say all of that. I'm just in a nice ass room right now in the city overlooking New York. You say what you want. New York may suck, but ain't no prettier sight than it. And that's a fucking fact. Ain't no prettier sight than New York. This is some good expensive ass coffee for no reason. I feel like Dunkin' Donuts could have given me the same shit. But um Yeah, I think everybody should do this for themselves. Not all the time, because, you know, I think right now, name of the game is saving money. I think everybody should be saving their bread, because you can't do nothing, really. But I think everybody should do this at least once in a while. Even if you ain't going nowhere, just give yourself a nice little R&R weekend. People are telling me, why don't you just stay home and do that? Cause you can't R&R where you live. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. That's just a day off. You got to go somewhere. You got to... Treat yourself to fucking takeout for the whole weekend. Now, the gym's going to be my best friend this week because I ate some bullshit this weekend, but treat yourself. You know what I had for the first time this weekend, y'all? Smash Burger. And I don't see what the fucking hype is. I think Wendy's make a better burger than that. I, I really don't see the hype about Smash Burger. I was trying to go to Shake Shack. Funny story. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Shake Shack. So I'm like... I think I saw one when I was walking around. So I go to the Shake Shack. A sign on the door said some shit. So I said, all right, I'll go to the next door. So I go to the next door. And they said, this is for Uber drivers only. Then some lady must have saw me trying to get in. And she points to the door to get in. And I just walked away. Because at that point, I felt stupid. And there was no coming back. And I'm like, fuck it. Somebody already looked at me trying to get in this bitch three times. I ain't coming no more. 
this burger this burger ain't that important so fuck shake shack and not having your doors labeled the right way shout out to the smash burger um they uh they tater tots the tater tots was good this coffee good there motherfucker i'll take that back i don't think dunkin donuts could have did this this coffee good but um this week was fun wasn't it you know I tried to give. I, I was trying to give y'all a episode after the erection that uh, Chuck Schumer was talking about, but I said I'll wait to see if anything else happened during the weekend. But to be honest with you, I haven't even been paying attention to it. I, this was my weekend to fucking relax from everything because I've been on a conspiracy mode in politics like a motherfucker to the point I think my stock is in the ground as far as females go. I think I got to reinvent my, reinvent myself. I think I said way too much wild shit for anybody to openly say, oh, yeah, I like Gabe. I like his show. But, yeah, this weekend I took a break from it. But during it, during the week, I was noticing something very, very, very funny. Very funny. And it's pretty much what I called. I said it was going to happen because this is how y'all get down. And this is everybody. This ain't me just railing on my people. This is everybody. This is both my people. This is Hispanics, blacks, whites. Everybody. I'm getting on all of y'all right now. I knew. You didn't have to tell me. I knew that the second you were given false hope about Trump no longer being there, you were no longer going to pay attention to politics. I knew it. I knew that your focus was no longer going to be on politics because, let's be honest, you were infatuated with politics for the last four years. I mean, absolutely infatuated. You motherfuckers were talking about the Paris Climate Accord. Y'all were talking about peace treaties. Y'all were talking about stocks and shit in China and Iran and we shouldn't be bombing military generals. I knew the second y'all were given that false hope that he was gone, y'all weren't going to pay attention to shit. You know how I know y'all ain't paying attention to shit? Because y'all were all reposting at one point articles of Trump bombing some Iraqi general. I could give a fuck about that. I, I'm ra- I'd rather an adult get bombed than a bunch of little kids in the Middle East, to be quite honest. But y'all were all reposting and talking about it to the point that I said they have no idea what they're talking about. But this week, Biden invaded Syria on his second official day in the White House. That's right. There was nothing going on in Syria for four years. But Biden felt the need that he had to put U.S. troops back in Syria. So within two days... He has already invaded a Middle East country. And how many of y'all reposted that story? Zero. Zero. Am I surprised? No. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Because y'all were fake. Y'all were fake. See, if you was really about it, you would have kept the same energy about everything. But y'all didn't. Y'all faked the funk. Y'all completely let your guard down. 
And this is exactly what's going to happen. I put a meme up a few months ago of um, somebody saying, yay, no more kids in cages. And then someone responded with, no, no, no. No more media coverage of kids in cages. So I wrote down a couple of promises he made, you know, because when you make a promise, normally you're supposed to keep it. That's why I don't make promises. I tell everybody, I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to see what I can do. Now, if I make a promise, then best believe I obviously am going to keep it. Even when I say I'm going to see what I'm going to do, I, I keep it. But I, I, I very, 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 very rarely just straight come out and say, yeah, I promise. So I see what I can do. So I said I see what I can do if I was Joe Biden. I would have been like, I see what I can do. I see what I can do. No, he said he promised. So now you got to hold him accountable. I believe his first day in office, he said he was going to do something for the black community. I couldn't remember which one it was because he made like 80 promises to the black community and uh i'm still waiting on that promise because I, I haven't seen that promise come through maybe y'all have i haven't i have not seen that promise come through so that's that that's that already we already got one that he didn't do i think um the second promise was that his first day in office everybody was gonna get a two thousand dollar check i haven't even got the six thousand dollar check let alone the two thousand dollar check so there's another promise but guess what he did do that's what he did do he halted trump's plan on insulin because diabetics weren't paying for insulin and if they were paying they were paying dirt cheap to what they used to pay biden said yeah what we're gonna do we're just gonna scrap that y'all gonna start paying again he also told y'all he has no plan for the coronavirus which is amazing because i feel if a nigga said, I ain't got no plan for you. I don't think you could give him your vote. Or maybe y'all still would. At this point, I don't know anymore. I can't call it. So, he lied about that. But the gays got a law already. He, the, the, um, the gays got four laws already that he looked out for. So, he's picking up right from his buddy Obama. Now, once again, I ain't got no problem with gays. Okay, I, I I make that very clear. I don't care what you shove up your ass. That's your business. They don't do me none. But I just feel it's funny that promises made were promises failed because he ain't planning on doing shit for y'all. Let's just be fucking quite honest. Y'all ain't getting shit from this dude at all. So please put that in your head. Please put that in your head. That y'all ain't getting shit. So. I. I'm a little embarrassed by y'all. Because y'all had this energy right. This sense of. I'm important because I'm sharing news articles. But y'all ain't sharing shit. Y'all ain't sharing shit. I put up on Facebook this week. Um, I put up. Of. A picture of Kamala Harris and some purple shit. And some... And she was swearing on the Bible. Funny looking Bible, but... Whatever. It is what it is. And the Bible verse basically said... The woman draped in purple with pearls around her neck... Is filled with evilness and some neck shit. And she legit was... 
to a T wearing what this verse said. I found it funny that all the people that come in my head had nothing to say about that picture. It's funny. Y'all silence is deafening. And I know what that means. I completely understand what that means now. Your silence is deafening. It's amazing. It's amazing what your silence does. Because y'all really don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And this is what I be talking about. I was... I was reflect. I can't say reflecting. Because ain't like... That much shit happened. But I'm sitting in... The hotel room. I'm watching... Um, what was it? I think American Reunion. That whole American Pie. It's very rare... That... Uh, a movie that has more than two parts. Each one... Is hilarious. It's very rare you get some shit like that, but American Pie was fucking great. Was fucking great. All four movies. And I'm watching it. And I'm looking at Stifler, right? And Stifler never changed in any fucking movie. This crazy bastard was the same person in every fucking movie, which is great. And I was saying to myself, damn, niggas like Stifler ain't never gonna meet nobody. Because he is who he is. Regardless of what, no matter if that's a fictional character, just follow along with the fucking story. And I was saying to myself, I said, damn, I may be one of those motherfuckers who's going to get a bunch of dogs, who's going to, I ain't going to say travel because I could give two fucks about traveling, but going to get a couple of German Shepherds, maybe two Huskies, chill in the crib, watch football on Sundays, watch my baseball after work. And and if somebody's calling me while I'm fucking recording. You gotta be kidding me. And um I may just be single for the rest of my life. Cause I don't see anybody who's gonna be on this type of time I'm on. Or somebody who's gonna deal with the bluntness I have. Because truth be told, I'm starting to realize when I was younger, I don't know why you didn't just fucking come out with it. But I'm starting to realize right now, telling the truth is amazing. Like, uh, amazing. There is nothing better than telling the fucking truth. I mean, just getting it out. Just just getting it off your spirit. Just getting it off your spirit, baby. Don't hold nothing back. So, I'm loving it. I'm loving the fact that... That I'm just as truthful as I've ever been. Like, honest to God, I've never been this truthful before in my life. I'm not saying I used to lie all the time, but I never felt the need to have to tell people shit. Now I just fucking say it. And it's an amazing fucking feeling. It's a peace on my spirit. So with that, it's officially the end of, um, wink, wink. It's officially the end of... Trump in politics, which means would it now be the time for me to hit everybody up who I lost during this uh, last year or these last couple years? People who don't talk to me anymore, friends who don't talk, family who don't talk. And I'll say maybe I should, um, you know, hit them up, reach out, say I'm sorry. Say we could be friends again. 
And then the more I thought about it, the more I said to myself, yeah, how about no? How about fuck all of y'all? If you left, you ain't coming back. I don't want y'all back. I don't want you to hit me up. I don't want you little fake ass. Hey, what's going on? I don't want your fake ass. No, long time no speak. I don't want your fake ass. Um, happy birthdays or whatever holidays come around. I realize I am less stressful without most of these idiots in my life. And I'm probably going to be more stress-free because I just got banned on Facebook again. They did the same thing to me that Instagram did. They just straight tell you you can't log in anymore. So if y'all are looking for me or trying to tag me on Facebook, it's over for it. And I'm out again. Which every single time it happens, it makes me knows exactly what's going on. I'm obviously telling the truth about what I'm talking about if y'all keep banning me. And then I see people talking about, oh, no, that ain't the right. Because I'd be in Facebook jail all the time. Well, if you post naked pictures, you're obviously going to be in Facebook jail. There's a difference between what I'm talking about and your clitoris being posted up. So, can't find me on Facebook no more. There you go. You can't find me on Twitter anymore. They got my third one. I'm living on Instagram. So, right now, I'm probably going to be cooling it down on Instagram just because I still need some kind of networking out there. So, I'm... I probably won't be as wild on Instagram as I used to be because there's just nowhere else for me to reach you, motherfuckers. So I'm cut to end is weird, right? Because when you, you, you know, you be in a hotel and you be like, I know somebody on the other side of the wall, fucking. So I don't know. They probably listening to me while they doing their thing right now. That's some good fucking coffee. But yeah, I'm gonna cool it down a little bit on IG. So if y'all. Notice that I ain't posting too much crazy shit. It ain't because I'm a bitch or I punked out. I just need some kind of outlet to still reach y'all. Dude, who the fuck is this? Calling me again. I don't owe nobody no motherfucking money. Stop calling me. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I wanted to talk about... um That one night in Miami shit. I did not watch it. Not gonna watch it. I just found it funny... That they could always come up with these stupid ass stories and make y'all feel so important. And I always I always find that hilarious. Now, I love me some Malcolm X, and I definitely love me some Muhammad Ali. I think most of my bluntness and the way I talk comes from Ali. When I used to wrestle, my promo styles definitely was a ripoff of Ali. I think Conor McGregor mentioned that too. He got his ass knocked out last night. We definitely mentioned it. There's something about Ali's swagger and the way he talked and the way he was able to fuck with your head when he said what he wanted to say. So those those two dudes I know very well as far as what we learned about him. And what I can honestly say is I have never heard in any of their stories at any time that these four motherfuckers were in Miami the same night. Not once. I ain't never heard that in any fucking book Malcolm wrote. I ain't never heard that in any 
documentary or any book written about Muhammad. I have never heard any of that shit. But I'm not surprised that everybody gravitated to it because these people could shit on the floor, wrap it up in black history, and y'all are going to say, oh my God, that was a beautiful work of art. It's pathetic now. It's honestly pathetic now. That is so easy to get y'all. Because now I'm saying to myself, as as long as we've been alive, we ain't never heard of no fucking Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X in Miami do, doing any... Like, what? I, I just don't get it anymore. I don't get it anymore. They will give you anything and call it black history and y'all will eat the fucking shit up. Just like Mike Obama on Wednesday. I saw y'all posting more about what this fucking Amazon, well, whatever the male version of Amazon would be, wearing a big old purple fucking outfit, and y'all just talking about, oh, that's black girl magic. That's black girl magic. And then who else? Kamala. Now all of a sudden everybody a Kamala fan. I find it real funny how all y'all up on Kamala. Yeah, my boy Leon put it out there real nice. Why elect her as um, vice president when y'all had the chance to get her as president? Because the media told y'all who to like and who to go after. That's why y'all didn't do it. And then y'all got who else? Who was out there? Um, I think it was... uh, Lady Gaga, who's been open about all her fucking spirit cooking and adrenochrome and all of that shit. And y'all just, oh, no Lady Gaga slander will be tolerated. Tell you, man, if I could have my kids be homeschooled for the rest of their life, I would. Because I can't have my kids around y'all dumbass kids. And then Jennifer Lopez... Y'all all up on Jennifer Lopez. And let's just put it out there. Let's just put it out there. Jennifer Lopez, you can't sing. Like, at all. You can dance. I, I don't even know if about the acting. But you you can't sing. Alex Rodriguez. I was always saying to myself, how did Alex Rodriguez restore his credibility in the mainstream after being one of the most disgusting baseball players to ever live. And what I mean by that is he had raw talent coming out of high school in Florida. Absolutely raw fucking talent. But he used he used steroids. He did every fucking thing. He threw his brother-in-law under the fucking couch. He did all kind of stupid shit. So I'm saying to myself, how did this nigga repair his image he didn't repair his image with baseball fans. We still don't like the motherfucker. But it all makes sense now. His fucking girlfriend, Jennifer Lopez. Now, with J-Lo, something's obviously up. From her fucking satanic Super Bowl performance. Something's obvious was obviously up. So now I put two and two together and realized A-Rod got his shit back. Because he's with J-Lo. Now. Yeah, I gotta make sure that... Oh, good, good. That number went off my fucking computer screen. A-Rod's going to be... They're gonna try to make him seem like, you know... 
America's uh, great redemption story pretty soon. You watch and see. But now I know A-Rod's a part of that club that I hate. So when I watch Sunday Night Baseball, I I would love it if I was able to just fucking block his voice out. But I now know he's a part of that club. See, you got to start paying attention to who these motherfuckers get cool with and what breaks they get. Because it's obviously something now. But yeah, it was it was embarrassing on Wednesday to watch y'all talk about. I mean, y'all keep embarrassing me. So let's just put it out there like that. I saw Carrie Hilson put something up. And y'all dragged her through the fucking mud. Completely dragged her through the fucking mud. Because y'all made it seem like she was a Trump supporter just because she's speaking truth. And I realized that every time you speak truth nowadays, oh, you must support Trump. Like, what? Can I speak truth? I got to fucking support Trump? What does that say about y'all? Are you saying the only people that speak truth are Trump supporters? Ain't that a bad look for you? Because then that's a perfect segue to that fucking, um, that versus battle. Of course, I didn't watch that shit. But I just kept hearing Keisha Cole had um, an attitude and... Some shit. I gave y'all the fucking backstory to why I said Ashanti was going to win anyway. But I saw a picture of Ashanti and uh, Keisha Cole and everybody was like, oh, something about Ciroc and bop bop and whatnot. But now y'all see why I had to shoot my shot with Ashanti, even though I knew that shit wasn't going to work. I had to try to shoot my shot. And from what I heard, she won. So... I think Leon, big dog, I told you she was going to win. But I think Kerry Hilson looked better than both of them. That's just me. That's just my personal take. I think Kerry looks better than both of them. Even though I still won't forgive her for that fucking song she did with Timbaland. That shit was trash. And what was that nigga that used to rap with Timbaland's name? He, he was a mix between, like, he looked like the nigga from Run DMC and one of the fat boys. But I forgot the nigga name. Mango or Mugo or whatever the fuck that nigga name is. I feel, you know, <clears throat> it's a it's a different peaceful show this week. I feel good. Like, I wanted to curse some people out, but I don't even see the need in cursing that many people out. I mean, I do want to curse out Kyrie Irving. I definitely want to curse him out. Because I hate that, um, uh... That little fake going through shit, you know, cry baby this, cry baby that. I hate that little fake shit. And I'm probably, somebody told me to do a part two to Raising Pussies, and I'm probably going to do that. Because um, I'm not saying anything that you can't feel no type of way. You know, if you're going through shit, you're going through shit. It's fucking human nature. Shit happens. And... I was um catching like little snippets of his um that little interview that he was doing when his face was all on the camera and he looked all sad talking about he was going through some shit at home and whatnot. It's funny. He was going through shit at home, right? According to him. That he didn't want the public to know. But they made sure that you got the story about him buying King George's family a home. Which I find completely weird. If Steven Jackson was in the picture, 
then all that money was raised, where the fucking home went? Huh? I think then Barbara Streisand give the daughter like money in stocks for Disney or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Didn't all the NBA players give money to the family? So I find it weird that he didn't want the public to know what was good, but that got out. They made sure to let you know he he uh he looked out for the family with that. Fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. Kyrie, you a bitch. And your ass about to get traded. Because the Nets look worse with you than they... They looked smooth as fuck without you on the court. That's just my personal take. I could... Some people might think I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. Like I said, that's my personal take. I feel KD and Harden work better without you. And Matt Barnes even said it. Matt Barnes says, if I was the Nets, I'll trade Kyrie and his bullshit for depth. And that makes perfect sense. Get you a fucking point guard that don't want to look to score. Just wants to bring the ball down the court and get the fuck out the way. But I think I'm going to do a part two to Raising Pussies. Because I'm starting to notice there is obviously no men out there left. Very few. Very few. Very few. I was watching um, Joe Rogan's show because he had The Undertaker on. Because I find it hilarious now that a man that barely spoke growing up is just like the most fucking vocal retired wrestler out there right now. And he came out and he said that he has a problem with the current day wrestling. Because he liked it better when men was men. And he's absolutely fucking right. Absolutely fucking right. He liked it better when men handled their shit. And if they were going through something, you keep that bitch private. But when you were in front of the camera, you were in front of the fans, you did what you had to do. See, I said Kyrie wanted to have that Dennis Rodman treatment, and that shit ain't going to work. You want to notice the difference between Rodman and Kyrie? Rodman straight told you. Straight told you. I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to go see some titties. I'm going to gamble. I'm going to drink. I'll be back to work in two weeks. That's some crazy shit. I still can't believe that motherfucker was able to pull that shit off. It's too much bitch shit out there. There's too much bitch shit out there. Them, them fucking wrestlers was butthurt listening to the Undertaker rail them on the floor like that. They were like, what, what does he mean? What does he mean? I'm a man. I just, I just care more about video games. I'm a man. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think this week we're going with part two. Raising pussies. I think I gotta, I gotta air some people out. I got to ask some people out. Especially, I had a little incident the other day. Not going to go into too much depth about it, but I had a little incident the other day. And it was, uh, it was, um, it was good on my soul to do what I did. Because sometimes, I honestly think sometimes you really got to figuratively put your foot in somebody's ass for them to realize stop testing you. You ain't, you ain't got to do it for real, but you you got to let them know. You got to let them know. Stop fucking with me. Man, uh-huh. And, and on that note, on that note, I don't want to give away what I'm going to talk about next week. But since I was late this week, I'll probably drop this episode Wednesday. 
Yeah, I'll probably drop this episode Wednesday. Because I got something big cooking with the construction business. I don't talk about it that much on the show. I, I got to start plugging this sh- company more often on the show. But I got something big with this uh, construction business that, as of yesterday, looks like it got a lot of life to it. So now I'm able to bring it out. Because you can't bring your blessings out before you got it. You got to at least know it's in arm's distance before you start bragging about it. So I think I'm good. I think I'm good with this shit. So, to y'all, I want y'all to have a good week. This wasn't one of my more blah, blah, blah episodes because I'm really in a mellow mood right now. A chill fucking mood. Especially since this week is going to be fireworks. Y'all know what I'm talking about when we reconvene later in the week. I'll holla at y'all.